Welcome to another episode of the Madverse Podcast with your host Tom Traplin. This is session number 62. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Madverse Podcast. I am your host Tom Traplin, and this is the podcast where we talk about building successful and profitable game businesses. Today I wanted to talk to you about a hypothetical situation. Somewhat hypothetical, because I do get this question relatively often. If a game store owner asked me what they should do to grow their business today, what would I tell them? So I've been thinking about this for a little while, and I've broken it down into three major components. So there are three major areas that we can talk about that will determine success in pretty much any business. The first is marketing, which is the focus of today's podcast, so we're going to get into that in a second. The second major area to focus on is the experience, with a capital E. The experience refers to your customer's experience, obviously, when they interact with your business in some way. So when they buy from you, when they visit your website, talk to your staff, play in your play area, all of that. So how a customer experiences your store will largely determine whether they will stay your customer or they will end up going to your competitors. That's going to be the focus of the next episode of the Metaverse podcast. The third major area that we need to talk about is your personal development. So much of your success in life and business is determined by your mindset and beliefs about yourself, not to mention the skills and knowledge you pick up along the way. So not every variable, obviously, can be controlled when it comes to business, but working on your own personal development will greatly increase your odds of success. In the words of Gerald Ford, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. That'll be another topic for another episode, however, so... Today, we are going to be talking about marketing. So let me paint a picture for you for a second. How would you like to wake up every day knowing that your game store is steadily growing? Events are pulling in larger and larger numbers of people. The number of sales is going up, along with the size of each transaction. And your customers are happy to spend money in your store and are actively asking you to communicate with them about what you have planned for the future. All because you have a system set up that shows you what your customers respond to and what they want more of. How would you like to know exactly what product lines your customers want to buy before you place your next order? It's possible with the way marketing is done now. You just have to put in the work to get started. So let's talk about what marketing is and why marketing is so important. The major reason it's so important is most game stores suck at marketing. Just be real blunt right there. They rely on word of mouth and the community without any real understanding of what that means or even how to do it deliberately. So differentiation in business is an important concept. You have to stand out. But the problem is most game stores try to stand out by competing on price. Not only is it more effective, but it's more profitable and it's easier once you know what you're doing to differentiate your business through your marketing, okay? So what is marketing? Let's just be real broad and just go with uh, some simple definitions here. Marketing is the message you're telling your customer. Marketing is storytelling. So it's every instance and touch point of communication. And this, these can include things like content marketing, your ad, paid advertising, uh, pay-per-click stuff like Google and AdWords and things like that, Facebook and Twitter ads. It could be physical things that you send to people in the mail, which is a little old school, but it still counts. It's uh, email marketing. It's also referrals. These all fall under the umbrella of marketing. And the reason why, another reason why marketing is so important is most game store owners spend less than two hours a week on marketing their business. Which should give you a really good idea as to why many game store owners, or many game stores in general, 
struggle with their business. They struggle finding new customers because marketing is going out and getting them. So marketing is a numbers game, okay? You need to be able to measure the results of your efforts if you want to do this right. And over 40% of small business owners have no idea how effective their marketing efforts are, with another 21.5% saying that the ROI that they do know about is unacceptable, which is terrible. It's another reason why if you can do marketing effectively, you are going to be so much further ahead than everyone else in your niche and in the game business, because most people just don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it and they don't know what they're doing. And once the important thing of knowing what your ROI is, the important thing of knowing what the results of your efforts are is if you know how effective your efforts are, you can figure out what's working and you can scale it. You can test and you can tweak until you get the right formula, the right mix of message and marketing efforts, and you can amplify your the effects by knowing what's going on. Obviously, you want to you want to understand it's a system. So let me explain something. It's the concept of the vending machine versus the slot machine. Most businesses, most game stores, function as a slot machine. They see marketing as shots in the dark. So they'll try an ad. Maybe they'll do some. They'll boost a post on Facebook, or they'll, you know, they'll put up a website and they'll just start writing some posts. They'll, uh, they'll just start doing some Google AdWords. They'll just th- try things. And if they have no way of knowing how effective they are, if they don't have a uh, a dashboard set up to understand like what the conversion rates are, how quickly, <laughs> how many people are visiting their website, if that's the goal, like they don't know what the effects of the uh, the marketing is, then they're basically just pulling a slot machine. They're just putting some money into this mystery box and hoping they get some money back, which is a terrible way to do marketing because you have no control, right? You have like sometimes you'll get a hit, sometimes you'll win, you'll get a jackpot, right? You'll get a massive flood of money back, but you won't have any ideas to why or where it came from or what, which message was the one that brought in that huge number of people. So contrast that with the idea of a vending machine with a vending machine. We all know what a vending machine is. You put in your buck twenty-five, and you get out whatever you get your chocolate bar out. You know exactly what you're getting for the exact amount of money you're going to put in. That is the idea that we want to model our marketing efforts off of. The idea is you should be able to know exactly if you put in one dollar in marketing into your marketing machine, you're going to get out a dollar ten or a dollar fifteen or a dollar twenty or whatever, whatever it happens to be. You want to know you're going to be getting more money back. Because if you're getting less money back, obviously it's not working out for you. If you're going to put in a dollar and only get 50 cents back, you're losing money on your efforts. Marketing should be an investment, not a cost for your business. You should be able to put in money into your marketing and then get more money back. That is the entire idea. And that is why marketing is so important. Once you have the system set up, it becomes a vending machine for your business. So you can just put in hundreds and thousands of dollars and know for certain that you will be getting more money back. So now that we know what marketing is and why it's so important, we, have, we can start with strategies and we'll, we'll start with questions and some assumptions. So going back to the question that was posed earlier in the episode, if you wanted to grow your game business today, what would you do? What you should, should you do right now to do it? To figure that out, we have to ask questions. We have to find out certain things about your game store. And this is something that I want you to think about as we're going along with this. So who is your customer? Like, who who are they? What does your customer avatar look like? And by customer avatar, I mean, don't just go into demographics, right? Don't just say it's 
or white males between the age of 20 and 35. Don't you, you can't be that broad. You have to be very specific. Your customer, when you think of who your customer is, you should think of a specific person, maybe not a real customer. Like you couldn't, it doesn't have to be somebody who's actually been to your store or who will in the future come to your store. You want to think of a person. They should have a name. They should have a face that you can think of. They should have hobbies and goals and life aspirations. You should flesh out the idea of who your customer is because then you will be able to talk to them more effectively. Another question is, what is your goal when it comes to marketing? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to generate traffic for your website? Are you trying to convert more customers? Are you trying to get your customers back? Do you want to increase retention? Because depending on your goal, you should tailor your message for each. You need a different message for each goal. You should talk to your magic players about magic. You should talk to your Games Workshop players about Games Workshop. Board gamers about board games. Like, that's obvious. You don't want to be broad with your marketing efforts. You don't want to be broad and just be like, yeah, come to my store, people. You should be talking directly to one person with each message. Another question is, how much time do you spend marketing your business each week? As we mentioned before, most game store owners spend less than two hours a week. So if you can increase that, either through your efforts, through your your own time as the owner, or hire somebody to do it for you. If you can put in more, more time and more effort into marketing each week, you are going to see an uptick in sales if you're doing it correctly. Guaranteed, 100%. You will see your return on your efforts. So how much time do you spend right now marketing already? Also, what channels are you using right now? What marketing channels are you already using? So are you already on... Facebook ads? Are you already on YouTube? Are you making YouTube videos? Are you creating blog posts? You need to know what you're already doing before you can expand and figure out uh, how this fits into the framework we're going to talk about. Another question is, and this is something that uh, it's related to marketing. It's an SEO question. And the question is, when someone searches for game stores in your town, who will they find? So if somebody types in board games Toronto, who comes up first? Which game business is going to be the one that the customer is going to find? And this is something that you have a little bit of control over. This is this falls under the area of SEO, which is search engine optimization. So if you have a website, which you should, obviously, you are almost guaranteed to be on Google. And if you're not on Google, what are you doing? You have to be on Google. Google is basically most of the internet. Almost every customer is going to search Google for the things that they want. And the sites that are at the top of the ranking, search rankings for for particular search terms, are the ones that will get the vast majority of the traffic. Like the top three search results will get the majority of the search traffic. So if you aren't in the top three, you are missing out on a lot of opportunities. The idea of paying to be at the top of the rankings via AdWords is a little bit different than organically being at the top of the rankings. And some people will actively avoid ads to look for the organic search rankings because they feel that they're more trustworthy. So how do you get to the top of the search rankings? Well, I'll refer you to an SEO guide that I wrote a little while ago that you can find in the show notes for this episode. It's too much to talk about SEO right now in this podcast episode, but just know that SEO and Knowing how to rank your website so that you will organically have people naturally find you is another low-hanging fruit that you can do for part of your marketing efforts. Another question that you need to ask is, are your customers giving you good word-of-mouth referrals? How do you know? Are you even asking them? 
who are gamers, gamers tend to talk about their hobbies with one another. That's, that's part of the culture, part of the gamer hobby culture. So are your customers talking about your business in a positive light? Maybe you should ask them to. It, it doesn't hurt. Like if you are doing a good job as part of the experience, which we'll talk about later in, the, in another episode, you should be able to go up to your customers and tell them and ask them, hey, do you mind telling your friends? Tell it or tell your friends about us. Bring in your friends next time. Encourage them to bring in more people, bring in their family, bring in their parents. A lot of the most successful game store owners promote their business to directly to their customers and tell them to become brand advocates and start promoting it to their friends. So those are all the questions that we should be thinking about when it comes to your marketing and like what you're, how are you going to talk to your customers? Let's go into the framework. This is something that every game store needs to be doing. They need to be doing these things. Number one, the basics. You need a regularly updated site. You need a website that's reasonably up to date. Like it doesn't have to be, if it was made a few years ago, it doesn't have to be brand new. You don't have to completely redo everything. You just need to update it. You need to change things. You need to make sure it's the calendar is always up to date. You need to make sure that your content is fresh because the fresher your things, the, the content on your site is, the better your search engine rankings rankings are. So if your site is really old and hasn't been changed in the last four or five years, you are naturally going to be pushed down and avoided because of Google's algorithm. So that's something to keep in mind. You need a regularly updated site. You have to have social media accounts. This is like a fundamental thing of operating a business at this point. And that's especially true for game stores. You need to have a Facebook account. You, well, you need to have a Facebook page. And you need to have a Twitter account. It's not terrible if you have a personal Twitter account and a personal Facebook page. Well, maybe not the Facebook page. It's not terrible if you have a personal Twitter account. You can get people to follow you as the store owner and you can be the face of your brand, which is fine. But you need to have one. Of, you need to have those two. There are other social networks, obviously. But the again, we're looking at the 80-20 rule or the 20% the of your effort that's going to get you 80% of the results are Facebook and Twitter. You could go into the other ones, but you don't have to unless you really like Google Plus or something like that. Those are the major two that you should be focusing on. You should be using a tool like Buffer or Hootsuite to schedule your social media posts ahead of time. So task switching is a terrible way of getting things done. You lose a lot of time and it's just terribly ineffective because you're constantly going back and forth from what you're doing and you just, yeah, it's, it's a waste of time. So pick one day a week and schedule everything all at once. It's just, it's so much more effective to just do them on Sunday nights or whatever when you're, when things are quiet and just pump out a bunch of social media posts for the rest of the week. And then you don't have to worry about it. Once you get it all done, it's, uh, it's just out there and then the tools will automatically post those to your Facebook and your Twitter and you won't have to constantly log in and manage everything yourself. So like if you're not using one of these automatic automation tools already, this is something that you should definitely pick up. Both of them are free for smaller accounts and they have other upgradable options. But for uh, just getting started, those are perfect. Another thing you should be doing is you should be creating content, not just sales material. Don't just say, hey, come to my store and buy my stuff. You should be creating value and sharing your story with people. Believe it or not, people want to know what happens behind the scene. Your customers want to experience your store in a more intimate way. So if you can just, even just showing them, like there's a reason why box opening videos on YouTube actually get a lot of views. is because not only do you get to sit on and watch somebody open booster packs 
and you know get the thrill of watching somebody open expensive rares and stuff and things like that it's something that you get to be with this person experiencing something it's part of part of the hobby experience that most people do not get to to experience except on their own people like sharing that that story so so you could take video or you could videotape yourself with your your iphone sorting cards in the back and just talk to them about sorting cards and you could put this on youtube you could put this on your facebook page and you will get a lot of your customers very interested in what's going on so that's something on that's what i'm talking about you need to create value with your content tell your story tell your story of of who you are you need to be gathering email addresses and doing email marketing and this is something it's so easy to do you should be when somebody comes into your store and they buy from you for the first time, you should be like, so do you have an email address? Do you mind giving me your email address? Most customers, they've already bought from you once. They're probably interested in buying from you again. Chances are they just need to know when to do it or give them a reasonable choice as to why they should do it. Give them a good reason to come back. If you give, if they are giving you the email address, you can then, they are giving you permission to reach out to them via email and email marketing is still one of the most effective ways to generate traffic and generate sales even with our flooded inbox inboxes these days email marketing is still one of the most effective ways of reaching people and we all know this because ads are becoming less and less effective as time goes on it's just it's the way the system works but email marketing is one of the one of those things that you get to control so if you are doing if you have an email management system, if you use something like Aweber or MailChimp, you can control these this uh, traffic. This is what I was talking about in another episode of the podcast. There's different kinds of, of traffic. There's traffic you don't control and there's traffic that you do control. When you go and put something out on the internet, people will may, may or may not find that and they may or may not interact with your business. You have no idea how they're going to find you or which web page or whatever. They're going to hit your website in some way and it's the same kind of way as somebody just walking into your store off the street you didn't bring them in in any particular way and you have no control how they really decided to interact with you whereas email marketing once somebody gives you permission to contact them email marketing is how you control that you can send out an email and you will generate a certain number of clicks to your website and a certain number of those people will either convert into customers by buying something on your website if you're doing e-commerce or will come into your store and then buy something from you then it's a way of controlling the amount of traffic that you get to your site and your and your store without having to pay for it another thing that you should be doing is you need to be advertising like we were talking about once you have the vending machine set up if you can put in a dollar into facebook and facebook will give you back a dollar 25 or a dollar 50 in sales then obviously you do that Every day for every dollar you've got, right? Just boom, 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 boom. As much money as you can put into the system as long as it keeps working. So you need to be doing Facebook ads, preferably Facebook ads, but like there are Twitter ads. There are other PPC and Google AdWords and things like that. But Facebook is a, a very good platform and it's very uh, user-friendly once you get used to it. And you need to be tailoring your message to specific customer desires. Don't be generic. Be very specific in your message. And finally, you need to set up a dashboard that shows you the results of your marketing efforts. And this is something that we talked about before. You need to be able to measure the effect of your efforts. 
You need to know what's working and what's not. You need to know what your ROI is. And to do that, you have to set up a dashboard. Facebook already has one built in, which is another reason why I recommend you use it as an ads platform. But you should be using Google Analytics or a similar dashboard to track your conversion metrics and the ROI on your marketing efforts. And once you know that, then you can scale. Then you know you can get to that vending machine model where you can put in the dollar and get the dollar twenty-five back. Without the dashboard, though, you have no idea. It's just you're shooting in the dark. All right, I'd like to leave you with an excerpt from an article that Grant Cardone wrote. And Grant Cardone's a pretty interesting guy. You might be interested in checking him out. Title of the excerpt is something that alludes to what we were talking about earlier in this podcast, and that most game stores try to stand out by competing on price and why I think marketing is more effective. So the title of the excerpt is, Cheaper Isn't a Business. If your business concept is based on you operating at half the margins of the leader in your field, you will die a slow, painful death. If one more person tells me it works for Walmart, I will throw up. Businesses that operate with skinny margins will cease to have positive cash flow and limit their ability to reinvest to steal market share from competitors. Walmart's business plan works because they do have margins, and they do have volumes while advertising the lowest price. Businesses fail because they are unable to sell their products in volumes great enough and at margins fat enough to continue to reinvest and sustain unexpected events. Great companies like Apple, Google, Caterpillar, Coca-Cola, Starbucks, and Whole Foods are companies that have both volumes and margins. You must have both volume and margins to succeed. Cheaper is not a business plan. It's a guaranteed slow and painful death. Marketing is how you get them in the door. But the experience is about delivering wow service and turning your customers into brand advocates. You want to be so good they can't ignore you. And that is going to be the next topic we're going to be covering on the Metaverse podcast. All right, so let's do a quick recap. The question was, what can you do right now to grow your game business today? The first area of the answer you should focus on is marketing your game store effectively. Marketing is storytelling. You should tell your story and tailor your message to your customer avatar. Marketing is also all about the numbers. You have to be able to track the efficacy of your marketing efforts. You need a system or software setup that will allow you to do this. Once you track your ROI on your marketing, you're putting money into a vending machine that will spit back out more money instead of playing the slot machines and hoping for a win. You should be saving yourself time by using a tool like Buffer to schedule your social media ahead of time. And finally, while all the ways you can market your business that only cost you time are great, you have to play the game to win. You need a marketing budget that makes sense for your business, i.e. 2% of your business's total revenue or whatever works for you. And you need to be using a system for paid advertising like Facebook ads or Google AdWords. Spending money on ads that aren't targeted to your ideal customer are going to be much less effective and less likely to generate a positive ROI. Also, a side note before we wrap up. Marketing and sales are different, but you need to be comfortable with sales if you want your marketing to pay off. Sales and selling will probably be a topic for another episode later on. Many store owners are uncomfortable with sales. They see it as a slimy activity, and they usually think about greasy used car salesmen trying to get you to pay for something you don't really need or want. That's not what sales are. But it's especially true when you're selling games to people. Believe in your product. You are selling an experience that gives people joy, improves brain health, math ability, reasoning, strategic thinking, relationships, and all other kinds of useful life skills. Selling isn't convincing your customer to buy something they don't want. It's serving them and helping them find the right product that fits their desires. Don't be afraid to sell. If you don't believe in your product, your customers certainly won't either. 
Well, that's it for this episode of the Metaverse Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this conversation between you and I. I had some fun. If you want to reach out and ask any questions you may have about this episode, you can message me on Twitter, at Tom Traplin, or you can email me directly, tom at metaversesaga.com. You can find the show notes for this episode over at www.metaversesaga.com forward slash MVP062, as well as past episodes of the Metaverse Podcast. It's been a blast, and I'm looking forward to discussing the next topic in this series. I've been your host, Tom Traplin, and I will talk to you again in the next episode of the Maniverse Podcast. <laughs>